The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Daniel Santos is a 21-year-old author and we're going to talk about his book, Life is Inevitable. How are you doing today? Great. Now, this book, of course, Life is Inevitable, is about an 18-year-old boy called Brennan and a 17-year-old girl called Olivia who have their entire lives changed and their worldview as well when they commit suicide on the same day. So, without giving too much away, just take it from there if you can. The book originally um spawned from a good friend of mine she was the uh, inspiration for the book and so she actually passed away which is why i wanted to write the book for her and it happened in high school and i didn't finish it at first because i saw like oh you know i already got this i've overcome it but eventually i saw you know this book can be for other people too not just me you know i can put it out there get it to help other people show them that you know there's others who feel the same way too mm-hmm. and so i started writing more uh after high school during college specifically because i had a tough job at the hospital and mm-hmm. it was in the emergency department and you know in the emergency department there's plenty of things you don't want to see so i just started writing again and eventually i saw it of her and i was like oh i should finish this story and by the end of it i was thought what should i do now and then i realized or no i remembered oh yeah i want to help other people so i decided to get it published yeah and i suppose the big question about the plot that people are probably thinking is how can two people have their world view and their life changed when they're dead the way the story goes at least um without giving too much away is that once they passed away they go to a place like purgatory and purgatory in this book is a train station and oh. at the train station they're supposed to go get these tickets that send and most these tickets and mm. for most people the tickets send them to either heaven or hell but for these two characters they're given a second chance and mm. so they get train tickets that take them back to their own bodies and so but the problem is they accidentally switch their train tickets at the last minute and mm. they end up going in each other's bodies and that's how the worldview and their lives change because they are living in each other's lives and they're experiencing things from a different perspective specifically from the other person's perspective you probably won't answer this question because it would spoil it but do they find a way to switch back in the end not in this book at least because mm. it's a series but not in this book ah okay so where is the book set the book is set in the u.s and basically 
basically at the US and the afterlife. So I guess you can say there's three different settings. The first mm -hmm. two, the first one being the state of Washington, USA. The other one, the state of Florida, USA. And then the afterlife. Is it set in the present day as well? Yes, yeah, in the present day, maybe like a couple of years back, like 2019. Yeah. But for most of our it's present day. And why did you decide to call it Life is Inevitable? It's called Life is Inevitable because life, you're going to experience it no matter what, whether it's bad, it's good, whatever, you're always going to experience life in some way, good or bad. It's going to hit you at some point. And it does, and it's, well, it's going to hit you at some point. It doesn't matter when it hits you, but it will hit you because life, like I said, life is inevitable, just as inevitable as, well, death. By life, do you mean the thing that we're all living or as in the hardships of life are inevitable? Everything in life is inevitable, both the good and the bad. Yeah. Are there any main themes within the book that you explore? Main themes or the main theme in the book is that everyone is that the main i'm trying to figure out a word <laughs> i had it in my head that's the strange thing but the main thing the main theme of the book is that you need to see things from a different perspective to fully realize or to fully know um what people are going through yeah that's a good point as well is there an element of enjoying life and not taking it for granted as well maybe because Maybe these two characters were quite grateful to get a second chance. Yes, they are grateful, eventually. Not at first, but eventually. Because, you know, after something like that, you're not always grateful to be around. But mm. eventually you will be at some point. It just takes longer than that. Some people take longer to get there than others. Was there anything in particular that inspired these characters? I would say back in um, high school, which here in the US, that would be secondary school. Yeah. Um, but back in high school, I would say I'm not, I wasn't really that great of a person. Mm. Like if you met me back in high school, you probably would not want me to be talking right now. But, and so I decided to make um, the character Brennan kind of like the way I was and make him, but make him a little more morally gray, like mm. not completely likable or completely unlikable. And then for the main character, Olivia, I decided to give her traits I wish I had when I was um, back in high school, you know, traits like being more more compassionate being more yeah. empathetic that's a good idea is it quite therapeutic to do that yes it is actually quite therapeutic and because i showed things from say a bad person or like a bully's perspective and the perspective of just a normal person or someone you can consider a victim i'd say it can be pretty understanding to people on both sides of the spectrum what made you choose the names Brennan and Olivia? The names is, um, well, Brennan, um, his name means sorrow. I forgot what um, language or culture was, but in one of the cultures I read about, his name means sorrow, and to me, he's just probably the saddest character, despite being angry all the time. Yeah. And Olivia, since she's supposed to be a nice person, a nice, likable person, I know in some cultures her name means peace, so mm. I gave her the name Olivia. Olivia is me Maybe the most common baby name in this country as well for girls. If it's not the most common, it's definitely number two. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> and you're in the UK, right? Yeah. Oh, oh wow. I didn't know it was a common name in the UK yeah. too. Because it is a common name in the US also. Yeah. How long did it take you to write this book? I guess you can technically say, let's see, like, I guess you can technically say about five years. Mm. But the thing is, I stopped working at it at some point. Yeah. So I, so I 
I would more consider it as two years instead of five because I did stop working on it at some point. Yeah. So five years sort of overall, was it quite hard maybe to not just decide to pack it all in and give up? Yes, but not, that wasn't how it was like initially. Eventually, as I started writing it and I started making more drafts, like I think I made about 10 drafts yeah. before I finished it. Like After reading the same thing for so long, you start to hate it and you start mm. to nitpick at it. And you, it, there are so many times where I just wanted to give up because I thought it wasn't good enough. Is there a danger of maybe nitpicking too much? Yes, and I realized that because there are things I realized I, or I thought was a problem that I didn't really like. But the thing is, when you're making a story, you are, at least when you're writing it, you're looking at it from your perspective and not someone else's. So you kind of fill in the blanks in your own head, like, oh, it's wrong because of this, but the other people don't know that. Or you think, oh, this makes sense because of this, but other people don't know that because they're not seeing it from your perspective because they're the reader, not the writer. Yeah. Was this the first book you've ever written? Technically, no, but I have written a short book like a novella. Yeah. But the thing was, I never edited it. I just changed grammar. I think I was 15 when I wrote it. And so I just don't really consider it my first book just because I hated it so much. Yeah. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
So what got you interested in writing all that time ago? Originally, it's because in school, they had us only writing essays, and it was horrible when we did it. Because really, they would say, the, the teacher would walk in class and say, you have 45 minutes, write an essay. Mm. And I hated technical writing so much. So like technical writing, academic writing, I hated it so much that I decided, I need to write something that I actually enjoy writing. That way, I don't give up this hobby of mine. So I ended up writing fiction, and I get tons of my story ideas from pretty much anything from either news stories um music shows like american tv or anime and other books and this book in particular did you enjoy the experience of writing it i definitely enjoyed the experience of writing it but Mm. i didn't enjoy some of the experiences of editing it which i'm pretty sure a lot of authors can relate to what was the worst part about editing it oh the worst part was i was the first editor i sent it to it was a developmental editor and i remember when i got back my manuscript the whole thing was red it looked like someone just smeared red marker all over the page because there's just so many mistakes i had to fix of course all the books you've written before this what's made you sort of not want to properly release them i just wasn't satisfied with mostly especially Mm -hmm. since they weren't um edited and to me the best way you if you want to actually make a good story you have to edit it and you have Mm -hmm. to get other people to read it before you put it out there because you need to know what it's like from a reader's perspective not just your perspective as the writer is there anything stopping you going back and editing it it's mostly just um to me it's really just procrastination sometimes yeah and also i'm really busy after this book launch because of marketing yeah so do you think it could happen at some point in the future you eventually get around to editing it and releasing it oh yes i definitely could because there are a lot of ideas that i really liked Mm. yeah i just need to find the old files i had yeah and this book life is inevitable the cover on it is pretty cool isn't it because you've got these two characters presumably in maybe different locations although it looks like this is the same roof but there's two different colors and they're sort of back to back aren't they and I did that or not me I did I asked the graphic designer to do that because the two different colors and the two different people I wanted them I wanted to show that they're two very different characters even though they're going through the same journey they're both very different Mm -hmm. and the different colors were meant to complement their personality because most people think of blue and black as someone who's like not as happy or more dark and then someone and when it comes to like pink and yellow or orange or any of those bright colors people tend to think of more happy stuff and who was the designer to give them a plug his name is david uh his username is david colin film so that's probably his name as well (laughs) i would assume so would you hire him again for the sequel that you said you're working on yes definitely um if he's interested i would definitely hire him again yeah could you imagine this as a movie or tv show or is that not really something you've thought about? I've imagined it, but whenever I imagine something like that, I send it like um think kind of unrealistically and get mm. disappointed. That's not to say I don't think it'll be successful. It's more that yeah. I think success will just fly in the window and be a lot faster than it really is. But if it were to be a movie or film, I or I mean a film, movie and films are the same. But <laughs> if it were to be a film, I would actually be very happy. Although I would, if I had the choice, I would prefer it to be an anime 
animation just because I like mm-hmm. animation more. And I feel like with animations, you have a lot more freedom because yeah. in live action movies, you're basically constricted by reality. Yeah. But in animation, if you want something cool to happen, you can just draw it and it will happen. Yeah. Although it, it's a bit time consuming, isn't it? But I suppose you can hire somebody to do it. Yeah, it is. I mean, I've tried animating before. It's definitely um, time consuming. Yeah, absolutely. When you're writing a book, is it a good idea maybe to imagine that it's a film or TV show to maybe help you describe it more? Or does that maybe not work because at the end of the day you are writing a book and not a screenplay? Well, the thing is, when I write, I always imagine what it's going to be like, kind of like it's a movie, regardless of whether I'm trying or not. It just happens. Same thing happens to you when I'm reading. It is a common thing when you're reading, I suppose, to imagine the characters and then they make a movie of it and the characters turn out nothing like you expected. Oh yeah, that definitely happened especially when i was younger i would read like percy jackson and then i saw the movie and i was like wow this is nothing like how i imagined it to go so if you were to have a movie of your book do you think you'd want to be in charge of casting to make sure the way you imagined your characters is exactly how they turn out i wouldn't say exactly in charge but i would want to have at least some say in it because i mean the reason i don't want to be in complete charge is because i don't know anything about directing i've never directed a film and ever made a film so I want to leave that to someone else who definitely knows what they're doing Mm. but at the same time I at least want to have some say in it because you know I wrote the story and I kind of want to see how it turns out yeah that's the thing you gotta take a step back and leave it to the professionals whilst I suppose you can still be there as a kind of advisor to make sure that they're not completely destroying your film yeah of course you mentioned the sequel How's it coming along? It's coming along very well. I finished the first draft really quickly, but then again, it's just the first draft. Yeah. But second draft is going to take longer. But I like what I like about the sequel is that I'm giving one of the other characters more attention than the attention they got in the first book. Mm-hmm. And I'm also um, de- developing another character that in the first book was more of a side character, but in the second book will become more of a main character. Yeah. Have you got plans for other books outside? side of this series oh yes definitely um they're still going to be very character driven just like this series i know a new series i'm really excited to write is about like this guy um there's these people that look just like they're human based there but they have to eat basically other humans to survive oh. and the main character the problem with him is that he doesn't want to be like that he wants to be living like a human and he hates the person he is and what he's mm. become that's quite a cool idea Oh, thank you. Yeah. And for this current series, of course, starting with Life is Inevitable, how many books are going to be in the series? And do you know maybe roughly when they'll be out, or is it too early to say? I would say um, there's only going to be two. I've pretty much finished, wrapped it up in the second book. Although the yeah. second book is actually quite long, mm. but I didn't want to just extend it out for a third book because I've feel kind of bad that's like money grabbing to me but i only did it i only finished it up in the second book and i forgot what i was gonna say dang but (laughs) but that's it no two books and the series would be over but i suppose if you have a really good idea for a third book perhaps you feel you can do more with the story then there's not much wrong with writing another one is there i would agree with you on that like every book that to me every book 
joker every story that's written that you and can be written you should write yeah but at the same time it should have like a reason for existing you know now where are we able to find this book life is inevitable and also keep up to date with you everywhere i have um an instagram which called as daniel underscore the underscore author and i also have a website called dan the author and i have an amazon which i don't really think i can just say out a whole link and because it is quite long unless yeah. i mean do you get do you put links or um when you post this or i can put a link but i'm sure if they just go on amazon and search yeah, life right. is inevitable that's probably the easiest way to do it <laughs> yeah you're right i sometimes overcomplicate things yeah. but <laughs> you are right it's on amazon currently the ebook is um exclusive to amazon because of kindle direct i mean uh, kindle unlimited yeah but and the physical copy it's on amazon but after a while i'm planning on putting it in other retailers excellent well many thanks for joining us on the show today it's been great to have you on right, thank you it's been great to meet you you also have a really good microphone <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The Toby Gribben Show!